0: Yeah, I feel like Chris kind of buried the lead a little bit right there. Like, they lost. It was the—and they lost. When you lost, when you lose— what do you got to say? I don't know. There's a ton of— They almost won. Yeah, and that gets you what exactly? (laughs) Hey, we almost won. Okay, on to the next round.
1: Closely counts in right. horseshoes and hand grenades.
0: That's right. It is not close. You you seem to be surprisingly chipper today, and I thought that you might be a little down, considering that uh, you no longer have a blue check mark on your on your Twitter feed. Crap. So yeah. Got to figure that. You out. doing all right? Well, Carlo had hit me up
2: and you know said, hey, I'll uh, need you to. You're going to get a notification on this. I can't remember my password, so I haven't logged out. To so then I could do the forgot password.
0: Yeah, I, I, so that's a lot of steps. It there. was a lot of joking around yesterday with all the, the blue check marks going away, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't care at all. Did you sleep, or how that how'd that work out? This was one of these things that the way it used to work, sometimes it would just pop on, right? Like, I wasn't verified, and then one day I Like, if you was. have enough
1: followers.
0: I, 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 I couldn't even begin to tell you the metric of, of how yeah. it worked along the way. Somebody may have done it on my behalf. I don't know, and then it went away yesterday. I don't really care. <laughs> like I know why that Elon wants it was it eight bucks to to do it yeah, something, something like that. But uh, LeBron
1: I, was saying that he doesn't want to pay. He for got the,
0: grandfathered in. I, yeah, there was there was some discrepancy on yeah. whether or not that was true. Was he grandfathered in?
1: Yeah. So I think, yeah. So Elon also commented on LeBron's tweet saying like, "Oh yo, yeah, I'll will pay, pay for him." And he's like, okay. No one needs to pay for anybody at that level.
0: I've lost so many followers. <laughs> so you're
1: the <laughs> social
0: media maven for yeah. our show. You're on it more. Does it matter? Because back in the day, it yeah. kind of mattered. It kind of meant that you were a Fair known mind. person, yeah. right, to be verified. And now h- half the internet had blue check marks against it.
1: So I think it matters uh, one for me in terms of if it's breaking news to trust somebody, I'm like, okay, blue check mark. I'll see where they're from, and then I'm like, okay, that's reputable, so I'll do it. So, but now I've just kind of like turned on alerts for the people that I trust the most mm-hmm. with the re- relevant information for us. But I think, it, I think it does matter. It does matter because you kind of look at it, and be like, oh, that person liked my thing. It's a little bit of a different tier, but in the end, I think we'll all get over it, and I think that we'll all just experience Twitter the way that. We've always have not me and sleep We're
0: gonna pry ourselves to sleep every night. Don't gamble, <laughs> sleep, because if you do and you go to work in the NFL, you're going to get suspended for a year. Yeah, but by the way, what? <laughs> when did that? You can, you're not allowed to do that. It turns out you've never been allowed to do that. Turns out that that's like the one oh thing you can't gosh. do. Right? That of all these leagues, you can get arrested, you can cheat, you can do, you can get in fights, you can assault people, you can do all of these things, and everybody goes. Wait, is he good? Yep, good. Okay, he's fine. We he's know, fine. Yeah, we're yeah. going to learn a Gamble on some of these games, and that's it. Get him out of here. And it could be completely nefarious, like what Pete Rose was doing for a long time. Or it could be, hey, man, I opened up my app on my phone and placed a yeah. $5 bet on a highline match in Brazil. and you're. <laughs> but it's the one thing you can't do. Well, the Lions Calvin had a Ridley bunch will of be guys. Back. Who?
1: Calvin Ridley will after be back. Missing after missing
0: a year,
3: though. But it's a yeah. year that's suspension. That's an incredible yeah. It's suspension. A lot of time.
0: Yeah. Don't yeah. gamble. One year. Think
2: about that. That's I mean, in the NFL, I know we look at it and it's like, oh, there's only twenty games. Imagine somebody missed one year in major league baseball. Imagine if anybody eighty two games in, in the NBA.
1: We're so. assuming without pay as well. So you well, obviously sure. have to do hey, that in.
0: Suspended with pay is a vacation, yeah. right? <laughs> you can then, If that were the key, if I were Patrick Mahomes, I'd place a couple of bets and keep it moving and take my $50 million a year, and yeah, look, they still get paid, but I don't get smacked around for a couple of years. The Lions, that, that, that it's mostly Lions, is the most Lions thing in the world. Jesus. Right? They finally kind of sort of had it figured out. They were in the playoff mix until the last day of the season. They beat yep. the Packers on the road the last day to of the season. To take them out. Their coach seems to be a functioning NFL coach, despite being kind of a crazy dude. Yep. And then you get something like this.
1: And it's not only players. It is uh, staff, staff as well, too. which yeah. is ridiculous. I, I just, it's the ultimate fumbling of the bag. You're like, okay, you're finally there, and then you fumble on the, on the one-yard line.
2: Well, it's also too. It's just, I mean, you know, obviously the NFL and the look at the NFL. It's just, it's also terrible PR. You don't want any of it. You want to kind of wipe that out as quick as possible. And it's going to be a story. I'm, I'm sure they're hoping it's not a story by the time we're sitting here tomorrow. The NFL is like, no, no, you guys should talk about the NBA playoffs. The playoffs <laughs> are going on right now,
0: right? Look, the draft is in a week. This will be in the rearview mirror so fast that yeah, you're you would, right. like it. They move on as quick as any league. The NBA, you mentioned it. All right. Dylan Brooks, I, we, we talked about this yesterday. I don't find Dylan Brooks particularly interesting beyond whether or not he can beat my team, whether or not he's going to have a good night on the court. If he's chirping LeBron James or Draymond Green, it's, it's what he does. He's a, he's a chirper, and he talks, and that, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. I'm just uninterested in it. There's a 0% chance that LeBron gets hooked by any of this. There's a 0% chance that LeBron James comes out tomorrow night looking to make a point to Dylan Brooks, right?
2: You know what's funny is I was listening to some, you know, all of them, the commentary of just what could be first take, it could be this, it could be that. I saw something from Stephen A. Smith yesterday basically saying, uh, you got to go at Dylan Brooks if you're LeBron James. You, you got to send him a message. And, this, and the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm with you. Uh, I think of what's going on through your mind. The dumbest thing for LeBron James to do tomorrow is I'm dropping 40 on Dylan Brooks. Are you? Okay. Uh, now, if you got to 40 and the Lakers won by 20 points and it had nothing to do with anything other than he needed to drop 40 for the Lakers to win that That's game. That's different. That is different. Yeah. But if the Lakers lost by seven – but LeBron got 40 points. This isn't a good example, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this one out for you. When LeBron broke the record of the all-time scoring, um, the all-time scoring record and he passed Kareem, I remember something. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Shea Gilgis or I don't know who it was from OKC that said, it's cool if he passes the record, but wouldn't it be great if we got the win on the day that he passes the record? And they got the win on the day that he passed the record. Braun got his 36 and then got to 38, and then that's it. He was basically done for the game. And for several weeks after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so with that being said, here you are in the playoffs. All you care about is can we move on from this round? If Dylan Brooks found a way to kind of hook a guy like LeBron or maybe even some of these other players saying, Bron, go at him, go at him, go at him. It's like... All right, yeah, but does, does that help us win the game or does it not? I'd be shocked tomorrow if LeBron has any concern of Dylan Brooks.
0: So, look, I know that there are a lot of people that love LeBron James. I know there are a lot of people that don't, that, that dislike LeBron James, right, for a variety of different reasons, and it's unimportant why. Has anybody ever watched LeBron James play basketball and thought he's stupid? Ever? No. Right, like Yeah, that's th- what he gets criticized th- for th- is th- making the right plays. Right. Th- th- making the heads-up play far yeah. too often as opposed to letting the emotional, you know, I'm going to take the last shot, I'm the man. Sometimes he does because it is the right play. Never have I seen LeBron be criticized for being the guy that gets caught up in the stuff, right? LeBron James not only is a one-in-a-million athlete, he's also a one-in-a-million athlete between-the-ears guy when it comes on how to play these games. And that's why he is who he is, because he's both. That's what makes him. That's what made Jordan and Tiger and Kobe and those guys. It's not just that they're bigger, stronger, faster. It's that they get the game better than everyone else. The the idea that LeBron James is sitting in his home or his hotel room or fuming that Dylan Brooks called him old and you don't get my respect unless you give me 40 is laughable. It's just – now – he may go and have a huge night because that's what the if game needed it. And, and and maybe Anthony Davis has another night where he's dreadful. Maybe D'Angelo sure. has another two for 600 night. And LeBron says, I got to do this on my own. This is it. I, I have to go channel LeBron from 2016 and I got to go get 40 tonight or 45 because that's our best chance to win the game. That may happen, but it's not. And, and then maybe because LeBron is kind of smart and is willing to poke the bear a little bit. He might say something about it, but there's zero chance he's sitting there getting ready to go at Dylan well, Brooks. He's well, getting he's, ready to go at the Grizzlies. He
1: looked at them during the game. He got bugged by Dylan Brooks during the game. I, I don't know why it's a ridiculous thing that to think that LeBron wouldn't think about Dylan Brooks between the
0: because what, three days. Because one between. of them is LeBron James and the other one is Dylan Brooks. That, okay, but
2: what you're saying is interesting that it was one of the first times I've seen Bron actually – acknowledge that dylan brooks is there and that happened in game two and that kind of threw me off a little bit too i'm like wow okay i didn't know and what dylan brooks do the moment that he saw Braun was agitated you know upset at him he literally started jumping up and down like excited that he kind of got a little bit of his attention you know what could happen tomorrow probably will every time dylan brooks touches the ball the crowd will boo him yeah every time lebron has the ball on dylan brooks there might be a little bit of, you know, just the crowd because it's an entertainment product. We know the conversation these last couple of days. Maybe he gets hooked into it a little bit, but the the absolute reality of Dylan Brooks saying, I don't respect anybody unless they drop 40
0: on me. Yeah, it's that's it's stupid, and it's and it's not, it doesn't work like that. He's They're not going to be paired off on each other the entire game, and LeBron's going to give him 40. If LeBron scores 40, it's because he tore everybody on that team up. I'm That's how it's going to work. Pretty sure Darvin Ham's not going to say, okay, guys, we've got to play great defense. <laughs> gotta,
2: offensive rebounds are going to be important, and LeBron needs 40 on Dylan Brooks.
0: I do think that there's an element of a, a little bit kind of what Emily was talking about that. LeBron James is still LeBron James. He's still more than capable of having a night where he tears you up. He's still more than capable of being the best player on one of the best teams in the league. But is he what he was a while ago? And because he's obviously not, it's year 20, and he's been playing for as long as he has, guys are a little bit more comfortable kind of saying, you know what, I'm going to at least try to get him on tilt. Because before – if you did try to do something like this, that he was the best player on the planet. I don't know if he's a little bit more vulnerable, just from the player perspective, that the risk of being embarrassed the way that you might have before is a little lower. Or is it just Dylan Brooks being Dylan Brooks? Well, so... The fact that it's Dylan Brooks, I think that's the most important thing because
2: he's been running his mouth at the Golden State Warriors and the they've won league. four NBA championships or the whole league that you're talking about. Shannon Sharp. I, I, I get the – that's right. I forgot about Shannon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to be there um, this weekend? He'll probably you be there. The
2: assuming, Lakers should give him a uniform. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: <laughs> assuming he's be there. Let him play a
1: few minutes. Everyone should wear sweaters. Everyone nice, like, little cardigan.
2: <laughs> I, I'm assuming that, you know, maybe for some people they say to themselves, why don't I just try this? Maybe it blows up in my face, Dylan Brooks as an example, or maybe just another player in the NBA, which we really haven't seen. Why don't I just try to see if I can get in somebody else? Nobody else has really challenged. They don't challenge him on a – it's not something that you hear often that somebody says, well, because Braun is old. That's not a quote you usually take from an opposing
0: team in another he, locker
2: room. And
1: he wished that he would have played him in Cleveland and right. Miami because there were but better It's teams. such a
0: safe thing to say, right? It, 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 it's, it's not because exactly it's true. this. It's true, and there's no, there's no downside to saying it because you're not going to play the guy from 10 years ago. He's yeah. the guy in his 20th year. This is not the same, but close enough when uh, – LeVar Ball was saying he would have given Jordan four. It's like, it's just, just. of course he can say anything. Like, Because there's no, there's no chance that it's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks can say it. And if he locks LeBron up and LeBron has a bad day, he looks great. If LeBron goes off, nobody remembers Dylan Brooks' name. It's, it's fine. LeBron. We just move on to the next thing. It's all upside for him. If he gets embarrassed, we tease him for a day. And then we never remember him again for the rest of the history. The other guy's LeBron. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's just, it, it, I just can't do it. That thing where one person is, and I hate this game with a passion. One person is a Mount Rushmore talent in this league, yeah, and the other one's Dylan Brooks. Well, that's the
2: only way the other person gets mentioned is by having to mention the great. <laughs> right. right. That's it. If Dylan Brooks is saying, uh, "I'm not going to respect D'Angelo Russell until he drops 40 on me," we're not having a conversation. It's the fact that he went at. One of the greatest ever do it. All right, also,
1: t- by the way, Bellinger just hit a bomb. He's on, on fire. The Dodgers. A bomb. So go check that out if you haven't seen it. All
2: right. It's a uh, Lakers playoff Friday on 710 ESPN. Getting you pumped up for what's on tap tomorrow night's game. Lakers versus Grizzlies, of course, game three. And it's presented by Michelob Ultra. Refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it. If you enjoy it, please enjoy responsibly.
0: All right, so while I can't stand the idea of Mookie Betts being a regular uh, solution at shortstop, I did hear some stuff coming out of Dodgerland that makes me feel pretty good about where they are. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: So Emily just mentioned a second ago, Al, that Cody Bellinger went deep again. Uh, The Cubs are putting it on the Dodgers right now.
1: On Julio. On Julio. You're right
0: about that. He's given up uh, five earned runs through three innings, a couple of home runs, a couple of doubles, and a triple through the first three innings. So he's not having his best day. not, Not sweating him. He's fine. Go back to Bellinger for a sec. I'm really happy that he's playing well. I I really am because I don't think this would have happened had he stayed in L.A. I think that everything that comes along with his history here, the good and the bad, was clearly working against him. They gave him the better part of two and a half seasons to get this sorted out, and he couldn't do it. I think this is a perfect example of he just needed a fresh start somewhere else. I'm glad he's doing well. I don't want him to beat the Dodgers. I don't love that. But that he goes and resurrects his career in Chicago, good for him. Listen, I don't think it's talked about enough
2: where it's so important sometimes to just have a fresh start, just kind of start from scratch. I think it was – even our conversations about Cody Bellinger, I felt I, – I was tired of talking about Bellinger. I think people were tired of saying – Man, is this guy going to snap out of it? Okay, wait. Do you have him in Nothing the lineup? Nothing was changing. That was the thing. Nothing was changing. Yeah. Do, do you have him in the lineup because of how good he is on defense, but you're losing in a bat there? Just the whole thing just became so tiresome. It's like, oh, man, I'm so sick of this. Imagine how he felt. And and I thought it was more important for Cody Bellinger to get an opportunity to say, I could start fresh somewhere else. And you know what? You could change your narrative somewhere else. You They don't have the – the same highlights the same came up through this they the rookie of the year and then the MVP. the mvp guy it's it just
0: that's a new guy let's see what he is
2: and he's been so bad the last couple of years that really anything that he offers to a team like the Chicago Cubs, it looks like a plus.
0: I'm happy it's working out for him, and let's check in at the All-Star break and see what's happening. I I think that's another one because he even had a couple of pockets here and there where he'd get going again, and maybe this is that, or maybe he figured a swing out, maybe somebody in Chicago was able to explain something to him that connected. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that message coming from just a different person, like, hey, and I'm making stuff up here. Yeah. Put your foot here and your hands here. Uh, and You actually hear it for the first time? Who knows? But or less
1: pressur- pl- pressure, less yeah. spotlight. Just yeah. a different change of pace might do wonders for the him. The
2: expectations that he had with the Dodgers, because the Dodgers had such unbelievable expectations, so much different than the Cubbies. And, and you can answer this, but I think for a lot of Dodger fans, I'm sure they're kind of happy. All right, go do your thing over there. Don't do it against I, the Dodgers. That's kind of where I am. But, I, I but, want is him. it like
1: Jared Goff, where you're kind of like you want him to be okay a as comp. a person?
0: That's a really good comp, because I think everybody was done with Jared Goff, and I think everybody was done with Cody Bellinger, but there wasn't any hard feelings. No, there isn't. It, it, it wasn't like yeah. you You didn't take on. less money to go somewhere else because you hated every, the city, you got in a fight with fans. It, it wasn't any of that. It's just, you know what, we need a little more, and you're not giving it, so... Buy, yeah. I, I think that's a totally different thing. Um, Stan Kasten was talking. It, it, this is downright hilarious to me. That They're asking him, hey, why aren't you doing things more like the Padres and the Mets? Why aren't you guys going out there and spending all this money on these guys? And why, why are you so quiet in free agency? And why are you slow to address this, that, and the next thing? Uh, has nobody watched this team for the last 10 years? Has nobody seen that the plan that they put into place – the way that they execute that plan, the way that they allocate their money, the way that they draft, sign, and develop is better than everyone else in baseball And one bad start to a season, which, by the way, isn't good, but it's not a catastrophe. They're 500 team. doesn't mean that you start doing it differently after three weeks of a season. That This is a topic is lunacy to me. I mean, I get it. I mean,
2: look, the Padres are thriving right now. Right? <laughs> okay. Nine and ten. Ten and ten, whatever they are. Right, right. Right. Um, you know what's funny? I, I, I was, and I read the article. It was a really good article in the LA Times, and, and as you mentioned,
0: um, why is that a question?
2: Though? Well, let, let me it's ask such you a this: a this bad is this topic. is this is what I was trying to figure out. What I was trying to figure out is, all right, where have they? If you can poke holes in an organization that has been as good as any organization in sports, uh-huh. as in, um, you know, we, we've hit on this a lot. You're not supposed to have both. You cannot be. A multi-millionaire, and then you're also incredibly responsible with everything. Where you're going back to Ross, and you're saying, you know what, I got to take this back. Um, uh, I this is now 7.99 cheaper than I thought it was going to be. It's like, all right, well, you don't need the 7.99. Yep. But the Dodgers are watching their dollars. On top of that, they're spending their money wisely. On top of that, they got guys in the farm system. They're always projected one, two, three, whatever they are in the farm system. Everything has been good. If you had to poke holes at the Dodgers and what they've done over the last 10 years are there certain certain things that you look at and you say to yourself okay hey look I got a lot of compliments for them but I don't like this and if they could have done that a little bit differently and why did you save some money here what what
0: stands out to you this is why I thought this topic from the question being broached was so stupid there aren't any the, the the criticism is why don't you win the World Series every year OK, the, the reason that you ask the question, why don't you win the World Series every year? It's because you're in the damn playoffs every year. OK, the only reason that the, the, the criticism of, hey, you know, you've only won one World Series in the last 10 years and been to two others. What the hell's the matter with you is because they're great every year. There is no criticism of the, the operations. There's criticism of the games. There's criticism of players. There's criticism of decisions for guys like Dave Roberts. But isn't that kind of part of the big picture of everything? No, because they always have the best players. They always have the best prospects. They spend their money. When they signed Freddie Freeman to a massive deal. They signed uh, Mookie Betts to a massive deal. Max Scherzer, that, nah, we're good. Like they, they execute their restraint when they believe it's in their best interest to do it. They will spend, look, they're going to get in on Otani whether they get him or not. Time will tell. I'm optimistic that they will. But it's time to spend money. They're going to go. They're not going to lose out on Otani because they say, no, we'll give you 300 million. I know the Potteries are offering six, but we're going to give you three because it fits. They're going to go big there and they're going to try to do it. The organization, day to day, drafting, developing, putting the right players on the team, spending money, but not spending money recklessly, not giving Xander Bogarts a deal that looks great today, five years from now, how's that going to feel? Manny Machado, 300 million today, feels fine. How's that going to feel six years from now? They don't have a ton of those. The playoffs, the World Series, the execution in the moment, that's the criticism of this team, not how they're putting themselves in a position to get there in the first place. They, I'm, I'm going
2: to use as an example. There were questions last year when you got to the trade deadline. Yeah. You know what? Why didn't they go after Ron Soto? I'm going to use Soto as an example. He's going to have two – you basically have him under control for two and a half years until you actually have to make a decision to spend on him. Um, you can't find many faults with the Dodgers. I do think there are things that we always say, well, it's not Dave Roberts making that call. That's the front office making it. Yeah. The only criticism I could have on the Dodgers is sometimes it just seems too robotic. That it is going on a sheet of paper rather than there's times where it's a feel of the game. You make decisions at the feel of the game. That's the only thing I could really I, think of. I,
0: but I don't think that's a fair criticism, and here's why. Because you're right, it is robotic. It is remarkably steady in how they execute their metrics, right? They don't do the emotional thing. I'm going to use this as an example: Trey Turner, right? This Trey Turner thing wasn't. Hey, listen, the Phillies are offering, and I forget what it is. The Phillies are offering three hundred million. We were at like two seventy. Yeah, why don't we just go to three ten and get this thing? That they don't do that. That and it is robotic, and it is disappointing that a player like that leaves to go to another team. But the reason they can go get the next Trey Turner, the reason that they can pay Otani, is because when it's time that to make a bad deal, they don't. They decide not to do that. It's disappointing that he's not here. And hey, Corey Seager's one of our guys. You know, just give him that deal. You, they, you don't have a shortstop right now
1: I, because of this.
0: Well, they've had bad luck, and because of yes. this, but it's not. They didn't go, Corey Seager is great so far this year, Trey Turner not so great. So this stuff happens. They're, they'll get the next one, or they'll get the one after that. They're not going to put themselves in a position where they do something emotional, which can be frustrating, but it's actually the right thing to do.
2: That, that, that's the part where I kind of – I think that's the only criticism is just it feels like there are times where – I'm not telling you emotions should make a decision because most times when emotions make a decision, it's probably the wrong decision. But I also think that you also cannot be left foot here, right foot here, left turn this way. But not. You know they're what not. I mean? That there's, there's, there's they, sometimes they – they, like,
0: they went and gave Freddie Freeman a fortune. Okay, but here, here's the thing. That's
2: a fortune. The Freddie Freeman seems like like the only thing idiotic about that is that there wasn't 10 other teams offering the exact same contract. That doesn't seem like a bad contract. It actually in today's not that's the whole point. But but and that's my point too. Is that numbers wise, that's nothing. Six years to to a Freddie Freeman is actually. Doesn't it seem like one of the better contracts out there in all the major league baseball? And obviously that's from the Dodgers.
0: The Dodgers should keep whatever it is they're doing. However they're landing on these decisions, they should do it. Except for maybe you make the emotional one on Justin Turner, the Clayton Kershaw. J.D. Martinez has been pretty good so far. Yeah, he's been pretty good so far. He, as of yesterday, led the National League in extra base hits. They know what they're doing. Justin Turner, wildly popular. One of my favorite guys over the last 10 years. They said, I ain't doing that. Sorry. We love you. We look forward to old-timers day when you come back. He may end up being the next manager of that team, right? That's the sort of guy that's how they think of him. Yeah. But it's like, we can get him for half as much, for half as long, with the same or better – Sorry, good luck, see you down the road. It's ice cold, and it's brutal, and that's why they win every Well, and I'll
2: say this. I, actually, I don't think it's ice cold. He had a long, long career with the Dodgers, and it's like if you can go get that money there, go get it. And I think that was – Seager was kind of a similar thing. Trey Turner probably just wanted to be on the East Coast anyway, so maybe he just didn't have as much control when it came to that.
1: Uh, by the way, uh, Julio is done. After three-plus, and it's the, so. it's the worst start of the season so far for him. It's his shortest start since July 10th of last year. So it's it was just a bad day for Julio, so shake it off, but not a good look.
0: He, he went and put a Travis Rogers on the board, where <laughs> you go out there in the first inning, and the next thing you know, you look down, it's like, why is there somebody up in the bullpen already? Because you gave up a triple, a double, and a home run in the first inning, dude. Guys, I'm fine. But, uh, that's what I thought. And then you go out there and say, that's another home run. I'll figure it out. I'm and then when the game
2: ends, are you like, well, listen, if I didn't mentally get screwed that you guys already put somebody up in the pen?
0: Then you walk into the, the dugout in the middle of the third inning after they pull you and no one will make eye contact with you. That's super fun.
1: Also, bullpen <laughs> so, hey, <O-ped> comes in, <laughs> shuts you, everything down. You just down want too. one guy,
0: like, like one of your roommates, to go, hey, dude, you're all right. And everybody's just sitting there like, dude, you are killing us. Whoa, you <laughs> got it. good feeling. Again.
1: Uh small trivia fact: Who was uh, who was Julio playing against his last shortest start? Cubs it was the Cubs yeah. on July tenth. Bad so maybe matchup,
0: the Cubs. Styles make fights, and this is a bad matchup. <laughs> the Lakers and the Grizz win tomorrow. Win the series. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. You know, sometimes you just kind of need a day. Just, just, just kind of need a day. Just kind of need to find a way to. Get through it and let it kind of roll off your back. I feel like that's what yesterday was. I think that the level of optimism on you, the level of optimism on me for the Laker game tomorrow is about where it would be had you won one of the two games in Memphis. That the, ah, damn, of the... John Morant's not playing. Everything yep. that we knew about what happened on Wednesday, it's in the background now. It doesn't really matter anymore. And now you got a chance to be up 2-1, which is exactly where you would have wanted to be after three games. And whatever happened on Wednesday doesn't matter at all anymore. I, I think I
2: really do believe this. And, you know, I, this maybe just has to do more with the trend of the Lakers of how they play a good game. And then they have a game where it's like, what the hell, what was that? Uh, that that kind of – not that it came out of nowhere, but – damn you guys had a good opportunity you could have took advantage of it I think tomorrow it's gonna to be one of those games we're talking about on Monday and saying, that looked great again yeah Lakers look good again Anthony Davis was back role players contributed um, the the you know crypto.com got its first playoff game full capacity since 2012 since t- uh, 2013 the place was electric I think we're gonna be having those conversations on Monday I do too what if we're not
0: what if they look like they looked against Minnesota? What yeah. if they look like they looked against Memphis? I think what you just described is the more likely result, but I'm not just going to do the, ah, it's fine. It, it, everything's. They've played three games under playoff-like conditions. Yeah, Two of them have been really ugly. Mm-hmm. Okay, So if all of a sudden you get a third out of four that looks really ugly, that game one is the weird one, not the other three. That if you look good again, then I think it's exactly what we've been talking about, right? Good one, bad one. Good one, bad one. Good, pretty good. Good. That's kind of what they've been for a good chunk of the season. But if four playoff games with playoff-like intensity have been played and three of them look like, you know what, why do we think that the one is the thing and the other three would be bad? I think they're going to win, but if they do this, then it's that, hey, wait, did we get ahead of ourselves I'm going to play it out.
2: Because I think it's it's interesting because I think most people – are thinking, oh, this is a bounce-back game for the Lakers. It's this, it's that. I do, too. However, <laughs> let's play what you just said, and let's say fourth quarter, three minutes left to go in the game, and we're tied at 106. Okay. Either way, if the Lakers won that game or lost it, but let's play it out first that they lost that game, okay? They lose that game tomorrow, however it happens, but they lost that game tomorrow. This is no longer about the, hey, you know what? They screwed up an opportunity. This could have been a short series. And now, you know, now you're going to be tired in the second round. No, you lose tomorrow. It's explain to me as the series goes on that that could be a benefit to the Lakers. It's not. It's not. If you're down two games to one going into a now must win game four. Um, and then you know you're already going to Memphis. At worst for Memphis, they're basically saying now, well, now we just hold home court again. Yeah, they're in charge all over again. They're in charge. You go six games or you go seven games, every one of these games moving forward starting tomorrow is one day off. One day off. One day off. By the way, travel to Memphis. I was Travel say, back. Travel I, to, that does not play to the Lakers' advantage. No. So to answer your question, if they somehow lost that – not even somehow. They lose tomorrow – and this is this is no longer about, you know, the luxury, necessity. This is no longer about, hey, uh, you just want extra rest for round two. It's a real question of you're getting to round two or not. I
0: do think it matters what it looks like because the scenario that you painted, right, it's a tie game, three minutes to go. They make a three at the end. They make a play at the end, and they win the game by a bucket, two buckets. They get a foul at the end, whatever it is. Uh, okay, a tough game, you lost, you but you played well. All right, let's, let's run it back. Let's do it again, and let's see what happens. Wouldn't that
2: wouldn't that kind of be to, to come off of the loss well, the way they did?
0: That, that's that that's the scary part, right? If that means that game two was even more catastrophic than we thought it was, because now you just got beat by teams pretty good. If they look, my my fear is it looks bad. And you lose, and now it's that's kind of who you are and what you do. If they just get beat because Ja has a great night, or somebody knocks Dylan Brooks knocks down a three to beat you by two, p- all right, yeah, that's just that's just playoffs. That happens occasionally. Can it look decent for a couple of games in a row? Can Anthony Davis be really good for the rest of the series? Can LeBron James be healthy and active and dynamic the way that we need him to be? Can D'Angelo Russell make at least forty percent of his shots? That these sort of things. If you lose, you just lost as opposed to, hey, you know, you've laid an egg when everyone was looking again. What the hell's going on? The Anthony, there is a difference.
2: The, the thing you just mentioned about Anthony Davis, let, let's use that as an example. Let's say he has two bad games in a row. That the, hey, he's supposed to have the bounce back game when he says, my bad in the press conference, when he says, oh, that one's on me. I got to be better. Let's say he shoots six free throws. Let's say he had one another one of those games where he's six of 17 from the field. Tillman has another – Xavier Tillman has well, another good game. Well, you can't expect
0: to slow down Xavier Tillman, now. There, there are just some guys in the league that are completely He's going to get his. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hope to stop Xavier Tillman. You can only hope to continue.
2: Does Tillman, like how he was does Tillman on the- walk into the locker room and says, guys, I'm getting mine?
1: <laughs> Don't worry. Got this. I like how in the TNT interview afterwards they were asking him, like, oh, did you ever picture yourself being, like, the on-court interview afterwards? It's like – no. <laughs> like but
0: nobody, did, right? Yeah, it's on yeah. nice. The Lakers could use a guy like that. Like it would you know what would be great? Saturday night, the game's over, and it's like, you know who was just unreal tonight?
3: Beasley. Great.
0: Austin Reese great. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell had 33 tonight. He was 9 of 14 from the floor and, you know, four out of five from behind the three-point line. Awesome. Let's go do some more of that. That's not what I expect, right? That You figure if the Lakers are going to get that postgame interview, it's one of two guys. If they're in a good spot, it's going to be one of those two guys.
2: Yeah, and that's the – I think, you know, coming into tomorrow's game, they're – are certain narratives, certain storylines, and I think by the time tomorrow's all said and done, even if we got a Lakers dominating win, let's say they won the game by 10, 12, they were in control the entire way, that doesn't mean I could tell you what, what, what team's going to show up in game four. Of
0: course not, right? You know what's funny? It, it's This is a classic. Two things can be true and opposite at the same time. That when Anthony Davis gives you the clunker, like he did the other night, it drives you crazy because it it's just so unbelievably predictable at the moment. But when he does say, you know, it ain't going to happen again the next time, it almost never does. When, when he says, hey, you know, I, I need Oblivion. to be better, you yeah. can almost take that to the bank that he's going to be better. I wish we didn't have to go through it because I think it speaks to the sort of competitor that he is or the sort of focus he is or whatever whatever it is that makes him have that game way too frequently. When he says, I'll be better, he almost always is. That's the, I hope I never see it again, but when I hear it, it does make me feel like there's something good about that.
2: Yeah, there there are certain players where, you know, it's just talk, right? Like if we talked about him a little bit earlier, Dylan Brooks is just talk. That's what he is. That's that's what he does, he talks. If Anthony Davis, for the most part, first off, he's honest, and he's not, you know, what he doesn't say in a post-game interview is, guys, I don't know what you want me to do. But they're not throwing me the ball enough, or uh, well, that's not on me. He's honest. He says I got to be more aggressive. This almost too honest to where we, you know, as a fan, you, you get almost uh, frustrated with it because you're like, AD, we know that, we see it, we understand. i telling that. you what I know. Yeah, don't don't tell us that. But he is one of the few players that when he talks, I listen because I, I am. If Anthony Davis will tell you I got to be better and I'm going to be better, and next game this that. There's a lot of times he does deliver
0: on that. It fi- the light bulb just finally went off over my head. I think I finally have Anthony Davis figured out. Like okay. literally in this moment, as you were saying that, you know what he is? He's a normal guy. He's a he's a he's a normal guy who gives you inconsistent performances, like we all do. He's a normal guy that will tell you what's on his mind most of the time. He doesn't just start barfing these cliches at you. That just yeah, oh, yeah, you know, so. that he he's pretty honest. I think that his his level of Performance is pretty human. He just happens to have this talent that isn't, right? He's got this talent that is one in a billion, but his demeanor, his outlook, the way that he speaks, the way that he talks to people, it's really normal guy stuff. You know what's abnormal? Kobe Bryant. To to be the guy that is just no matter what it is, I'm in the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning and I just every practice is delivered with this amazing intensity and you go 30 games and 28 and a half of them are amazing. That's abnormal. Tiger Woods playing 10 years of golf and never missing a putt over 10 feet because he hit 60 trillion of them as a 6-year-old, that's abnormal. This is pretty normal. Well, and maybe that kind of falls
2: to the line of when we say, hey, these are the greats. These are the 10 greats in the NBA that he's not in that conversation more times than not, at least over these
0: last couple of years. He's, he's going to need to be if they're going to win, right? Yeah. And, and not just this series. He, he's going to need to be Better abnormal. And, and that's the thing. He's abnormal performer. He's just a normal responder. Just come on, let's let's LeBron sit next to him on the plane and say, "No, we're not doing that." Like, just keep elbowing him in the ribs or s- something to agitate him every single day. As opposed, to, yeah, that was pretty good. I, maybe maybe tonight's not the night. How about it won't happen twice in a row? How about
2: crypto just getting just like sneaking in quietly? Hey, there's a game in the in the afternoon. Just <laughs> get KD and Kawhi quietly into this Back game. In the two new. games in crypto this week, on Saturday, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like
1: an AAU tournament. Like you have to like, have one go in and one come out.
2: This so. It really, it, it truly, it's, it's college basketball in a sense on the this, Final Four. This is
0: four. for you. I've just decided I'm going to spend some of your money. Can yep. I, give me your credit card and I'll book this for you. Sure. You should go to the Clipper game. Yeah, I thought I actually did think about that. You should, you should go to the that. Clipper game. Think think about who you get to see. You get to see Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, yep. maybe Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, you know, in, in all of that game. That's a really good game with a high stakes. Stick around for a couple hours afterwards. Let them change the floor out. You get LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, Ja Morant potentially, and another play. That doesn't happen. You don't have to move your seat. Well, if you think I'm buying a ticket for it, that's, do it. that is not happening. I'll get you a good
2: seat. I, I was I was going to just get you know if Amanda can hook it up with a media credential I'm in, that's what that's what I would need because then Suspense I get the media mind. room twice. I get the media room. The, I get the breakfast that they serve. What is the and I, I, I rem- get dinner.
0: I remember the Lakers setup in the media room being better than the Clippers setup in the media room. No, now it's I think identical. Is it the all one identical? thing
2: the Clippers do? that the Lakers do not do. Espresso machine? No, no. So everything is all broken cl- at SoFi,
0: last I checked.
2: Everything is pretty much the same setup because it's AEG, right? Okay. So it's all, all set up. But the Clippers will take, I don't know where it's coming from, but it could be the Clippers have this, uh, Lakers do it too, but they have like a, a kind of like a pre-party thing that they do for yeah, seen it. partners and everything yeah. else. They bring in the trail mix thing over to the media room. So then you have three bowls. One, just nuts. The other one, the trail Mm -mm. mix with Mm -mm. like... uh, The raisins uh, and the M&M's? No, it's more like the pretzels and all that kind of stuff. Like Chex Mix. The Chex Mix, exactly what it is. That's the one thing where it's a Clipper-Laker game and it's a Clipper home game, I'm like, oh, we're
0: getting the trail mix later. You're <laughs> excited
1: for trail mix? Yeah. It's
0: check mix. Hold on. Trail mix and Check mix are not the same thing. Uh, Check mix. This is yeah, very on good. brand for you. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, to be super it's excited an exciting about moment. Chex it's mix. an exciting moment. Have you made the uh, orange creamsicle little float thing yet that I've suggested? No. Just make like a bite. Kind of a game changer. A little bit of that vanilla ice cream in a cup, right? Yeah. And just a little of orange soda. Like, just literally real quick like that. Pretty good. Pretty good, Slee. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe, maybe, maybe you dip your toe in the water with a little root beer float, just to kind of get it all going again. A little There's people
2: that take that stuff very serious.
0: Like you got to kind of get
2: out of the Yeah. Nice to meet yeah. you.
0: Yeah. People. I kind of wait till stuff all that your, all that quiets well, you're, down. you're the, the check mix guy. You, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I know you are. Literally. That's why, that's why it's great. The Dub coming up next. It's Travin Slee, seven ten ESPN. Not a huge believer in. Um, Baseball announcer jinxes, okay. but I hope that in fact I'm wrong in this particular case because Drew Smiley for the Cubs is uh, throwing a no hitter against the Cubs. Uh, they're they're ahead big. The Dodgers are very unlikely Nine to win to this nothing. one. Yeah, that's not great, especially on a day where Julio started for the Dodgers. But look, that's going to happen occasionally. But that's I, getting no hit is in embarrassing. That's just one of those really we couldn't get okay. one infield hit, one ground ball that went through a hole, nothing. All
2: right, I got a question. So what are I know the on the outside looking in the rules, right? You don't talk to the pitcher, uh, you kind of leave him alone. How kind of walk me through when you're actually in a dugout. What are what are the rules that maybe we're not aware of? At what inning do you say leave this guy
0: alone? Like how does that work? Well, First of all, no one's going to really notice until, like, the fourth or fifth inning, right? Because you can get through the the lineup the first time without a hit. That happens occasionally. Not a big deal. You get about halfway through it the second time, and you know that the bottom of the order is coming up, maybe in that fourth or fifth inning, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go sit over here. I'm going to leave him alone. So it starts to happen somewhere in that fourth or fifth inning. i got two quick little stories for you. I was a pitcher, and there were only two times in my whole life that I was close to one. Yeah, you mentioned it. Okay? One of them was in high school. I had one out to go. Everybody had left me alone the entire game, okay? Everybody, my catcher on the team, what up, Ted Pilmer, was my best friend at the time, okay? We, we were close. He he hated the fact that I believed in those things and he had no time for it at all. He calls timeout. He walks out and says, one out to go before this no-hitter. Next guy, base hit the center field. Gone. Okay, I had, <laughs> one out to go. Right? Oh, my gosh. So the, and and, and the, making it worse, he thought it was funny. He thought it was funny. He was not the least bit remorseful that he had whammied me. The only other time I ever got close, I had one out in the eighth inning of a college game, and I was on – no one had said a word to me the whole time. I knew it was happening. Everybody knew what was happening, but I was completely out of gas, and then I gave up an infield hit. The next guy took me deep, and they took me out of the game. Okay, so they're really hard to get. So I always kind of go on the side of these things that – Probably doesn't mean anything, but let's not tempt fate. But either way, I got jinxed into it, and then it happened again, and everybody followed the rules to the T, and I didn't cash in. Okay, one.
2: do our most baseball players, just hypothetically, how often does it happen in the major leagues or in college where there's one guy that's like, I don't believe in any of this, and I don't care, I'm going to go talk to the pitcher, I'm going to do this, I'm going to Talk to the that. pitcher.
0: It's up to the the pitcher. Can be guys, I know somebody I, I know it's going on. Sit down, let's talk about this. It's up to the guy, or it can if be he, Max Scherzer. If he goes and sits at the end of the dugout by himself and puts the the jacket over his leave head, alone. probably want to leave him alone. And Max Scherzer will fight you if you go to by Randy Johnson would have fought you if you go over there. <laughs> Remember last year things.
1: when Max Scherzer got really mad that Dave Roberts, uh, or no, two years ago when he uh, gave him a little pat on the butt, and Max yeah. was like, Don't touch me. I'm like, Oh,
0: okay. Uh, if you saw Max Scherzer get ejected yeah. the other day and then his post game, like, little put. Yeah, impromptu presser. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty tight. <laughs> Manexers are pretty, okay, what, what did pretty you, intense guys. Man guy. after my
2: own heart. We, yeah. Did, yeah. We, did, we didn't talk about it, but just out of curiosity, he just kept saying, hey, it's Rosin, it's Rosin, it's Rosin. Can I makes, tell you this, something? Yeah. I actually believed him.
0: Okay. He was so he did adamant. I, I, he didn't overreact. So, well, he always overreacts. That's yeah. who he is, right? He is an overreactor, so it was on brand just for him to begin with. Yep. The fact that he was so adamant in – I was telling these guys, and both of the umpires that killed well, Phil Cuzzy and the, the crew yeah. chief that kicked him out they weren't arguing that it wasn't sweat and rosin, both of which are legal. He's like, Look, this is what these two things make. It's like, you know, yep. pine tar. Yep. That he was that adamant. I actually believe. And he him. kept saying, He's like, I'd be a complete
2: idiot to put a substance also after true. you've already checked me in the next inning coming back.
0: That's out. also a great deke, right? Yeah, why, why would I put it on if I knew you're going to check me? Because that's why. Right, it kind of cuts both ways. He's out ten games. Ty Lue says that there is no update on Kawhi Leonard right now. We we talked about this yesterday with Ireland and and, and Mason too. At some point, this is who this guy is, right? Kawhi Leonard, okay, the guy that's unbelievable. Like both Emily and I were right simultaneously. That her argument was Kawhi can win a playoff series by himself. Don't underestimate. And I kept saying, well, yeah, if he ever plays, and. Both of us were right. Like he, The reason they won the opening game, the reason they were in game two was because Kawhi was amazing, and then, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but kind of out of nowhere, he's out in game three. We don't know what's going to happen in game four. This is just this guy's place in the NBA, and I can't have my very, very best player be a guy that night to night, game to game, series to series, I never know if he's going to play all the games. So he
2: is so incredibly good yep. that there are many franchises, and if it's not the San Antonio Spurs will be the Raptors. If it's not the Raptors, it will be the Clippers. And if it's not the Clippers, it's going to be the next team that sure. says, yes, we will take our chances. Because he is also a player, which is different from a lot of these other guys, that has won on the biggest stage, has a couple championships, has a couple finals MVPs. I want to ask you.
0: and, and but, but at some he gets hurt a lot. Yeah. And that's just who you are at some point. And to, I, there will be a line of people that would love to take him. Yep. But go with your eyes open, right? Know what you're doing. Sure. Okay, hey, look, we got to – oh, yeah, I'm not playing tonight. Uh, okay. I mean, that, that's, that's a tough thing to deal with.
2: Okay, just dealing with – because this Clippers Sun Series has been a lot closer than I thought, right? Um, he's th- This Clippers Sun Series has been a lot closer than I thought. Just based on what we've already seen, if Kawhi plays tomorrow and he's good to go, he's healthy, is it 2-2 going into game five? Might be. Yeah, I think it
0: is. I, I I still think the Suns win, but I'm not. By the way, yeah, I, I, I'm
2: with you, but 2-2 two, two, game five is a lot different before you even
0: start, and all you need now is two. Baseball is set in the trends that college football is going to try to speed up the, the length of their games. Three rule changes coming uh, for college football. No consecutive timeouts by a team. A running clock after first downs, except for the last two minutes of each half, um, this is very, very good news. This is a problem with that sport. Anything you can do to speed that up. You're a college football fan. I'm a college football fan. They're great. Those weekend Saturdays are awesome. They just a, take forever. A, a football game cannot take four hours and yeah. 20 minutes. It's just, it's yeah. stupid.
2: Yeah. I think this is the trend, which is a little bit surprising. The trend right now is let's speed up these games. The reason why I say a little bit surprising, I just say it because they want to sell more concessions. They want to sell more this. They want to sell more that. It's good uh, good news for college football. Shorter games are always – I wish that would have lasted a little longer. Perfect. But But how about us? How about us? We're like, yeah, but just a little slower in baseball. I, look. Listen, I'm getting sort of used
0: to it. Oh, we I'm need getting... this game to end.
2: For
5: oh, the God, yeah. come on, guys. You sort still want to slow down it? baseball? What are you talking no. about?
0: I, I'll tell you, can I give you one of my ideas, man? Yeah. Sure. You ready for this? Yeah. I think you should be allowed to quit in a game after the fifth inning.
5: Like, I they're really down 12 do. nothing. You think they yeah. should? Uh, well, we're, here's we're, the only reason done. why. I don't know if you <laughs> notice, and I'm going to try to jinx this. No hitter, no hitter, <laughs> no hitter. No hitter. <laughs> yeah, Drew Smiley's throwing a no hitter.
0: I'm with you on that. I want the no-hitter to get broken up, but why do I have to burn four more innings out of my bullpen? We're not winning this game. You good, we're good, we quit, you win. See you
1: tomorrow. What's the downside? Yeah, where's
5: Hanser Alberto when you need him? He could throw the final three, right? He did it last year.
1: What about Jason Hayward? He can he can throw it. Anybody other than one of the
0: real guys. Let's do a little super cross talk. Still a no hitter. Did we break it up in the we time that We haven't broken uh, it up yet,
5: but, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna break up that no hitter, whatever it what takes. Do you think of, what do you think of my idea of being able
0: to? And by the way, all sports. End of the third quarter, quit. End Speed them basketball, up. third quarter, quit. Speed There's them a up. very
3: good reason why inning, none of that quit. would ever work. <laughs> why not? Because it's a business of commerce. In other words, they sell they spots. Sell, well, apparently you don't because they sell spots <laughs> in the sixth inning, the seventh inning, the eighth nah, inning, and the ninth inning. That's a good inning. point. There you go. You want to go yeah. – uh, so we'll go ahead and build Travis sure, Rogers I, for the four innings of spots that we didn't get to run. I, <laughs> so I, I am not so he in, can in the go business – I'm in the business
0: of saving my team's arms. I'm in the business of getting out of there at a reasonable time. I'll let a smarter person than me figure out how to yes, make the Yes, I work at ESPN.
3: Good. I'm in the business of still having a job.
0: <laughs> I need, Drive, I need the commercial. A you, wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to walk out of there. The Lakers are playing. Who's the worst team in the league? The Rockets. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're up 35 points on the Rockets heading in the fourth quarter. You wouldn't want the Rockets to quit so you could get home an hour early?
3: Oh, sure, I would, but I, I would have to take less money. <laughs> I mean, not I want not nothing, nothing that's going to give it you that. You remind me of Steve Kerr arguing every week that there should be less games. Okay, Steve. So that should we'll cut a, too. We'll cut a million and a half off your salary, and then we'll play less games. Hey, but yeah, the I college football know, 80 rule
5: 80. that you described is actually a really good rule. College football w- does need to speed up. Ugh,
0: it's the worst.
5: It's the most sluggish of everything that we follow right now.
0: Mace, For I the reasons slow that. that John's talking that about, it's yeah. all the commercials.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So I, I want to throw something out. And by the way, it's so weird. Uh, John's home. You guys are at Commerce. Uh, so it's like the empty studio feeling. There, it is. Right? Well, you got the it's, whole place to yourself. It's, sad, you it's happy. sad and lonely. So I was listening to the or watching the Dodgers game last night, a game that they yep. uh, wound up winning on James Outman's Grand Slam in the ninth inning. My and bad. it took me a long time to figure out that it was not Joe Davis that was calling the game. Uh, Steven Nelson. It was Steven Nelson. Really? I figured it out yeah. in one play. No, I think Steven Nelson sounds so much like Joe no, Davis. Joe Davis
3: is way better than Steven Nelson. Way better. Not even close. Not even in the same league. Well, I mean, Steve, I get, Steven Nelson's a nice voice. guy. I get
0: the voice. I, I, I get that part of it. Okay.
5: What do you you're think, right.
0: Trav? You're You're both right. Joe Davis, for my money, is the best at that job.
5: Agreed. That doing it
0: right now. Agreed. He, he is an excellent, excellent play-by-play guy in Major League Baseball, and him and Oral Hershiser are an incredible tandem. The best together, I love, yeah. I love listening to them. Steven Nelson is not on that level yet, but he sounds just vocally, he
5: sounds a yeah, lot vocally, like Vocally, he can. sounds like Joe.
0: Yes, yes. I, I there, there was a moment when they introduced him, I think it was opening night or the second night or whatever, they put them all in the booth together, and when they were talking at the same time, it was hard to tell the two of them apart for me. And I listened to I don't know if it's every Dodger game, but damn near every Dodger game. They sound a lot alike to me. It's just Joe's much better at doing yeah, it. Yeah,
5: Joe's better. Joe's be- I mean, Steven Nelson, a great guy, he's all fine. that stuff. And he's 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 a good announcer. He's not Joe Davis. But just in terms of vocals, uh, his he does sound like Joe. He sounds like Joe. So it took me a minute. By the way, it sounded like Joe, too, because he was with Oral last night, who doesn't normally travel on the road. So it, it felt like it was Joe and Oral there until they actually did the cutaway. And I was like, oh, no, that's the steven nelson guy
0: so are, are you on the outman train with me mace
5: uh rookie of the year
0: <laughs> he's 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 closing in on favorite player status i can't I can't do it after a month but I'm, I'm considering his application right now as my favorite player he's one of
5: the few guys that actually has hit consistently for him this year to be honest with you
0: mace
2: our our idea was if chaps kind of been flirting with outman since the beginning of the season and I asked him, is this the equivalent of, like, if you go buy somebody's jersey, right. you got to really like that player. Sure. Right? And if this is the equivalent of Trav just kind of, hey, I know we've gone on a couple dates, but it's Tuesday. I just want you to know I set up a reservation at a nice steakhouse <laughs> on a Saturday. Yeah. Isn't that, that's kind of like the next move. I feel like that's where Trav is right now with Outman."
5: I I think Outman, I'm i excited when he's at the plate. I just have the sense that something is going to happen. And I do th- – by the way, I think right now he's got to be one of the candidates for rookie of the year.
0: Oh, n- n- he's a candidate for – he is the rookie of the year right now. There's some other guys, but he's – I want to say he's third in the league in OPS at this point. He's on the top five or six in home runs. He's he's absolutely dominating right now. He's been terrific.
2: All right, do, does – um. Tomorrow when Lakers play the Grizzlies, and John, you probably have a better pulse of this than anybody. Does anything that Dylan Brooks has tried to say to LeBron James, whether directly or indirectly, have anything to do, does LeBron change anything tomorrow? Does Dylan Brooks, by any stretch of the imagination, get maybe bait
3: Braun into thinking, should I drop 40 on this guy? I don't think so, but here's what I, why I wouldn't have done what Dylan Brooks did. LeBron right now plays 36, 35, 36 minutes a game. I can see LeBron telling Darvin Ham, look, I'm not coming out. I This game's too important. I'm coming out. So I think Dylan Brooks just bought three to four more minutes of LeBron mm. than he would have gotten had he kept his mouth shut. I just know, I, I said this to Mason yesterday, I just don't know why you give the other team – bulletin board material it just to me it's stupid well
5: especially when Dylan Brooks is getting taken to school on a regular basis by LeBron I mean if you look at the actual numbers uh LeBron shooting 61 percent from the field when Dylan Brooks is the primary defender 43 percent from three when again when Brooks is the primary defender and LeBron has not turned the ball over a single time when Dylan Brooks is covering him he's already taking them to school, this is just going to add a little uh, extra incentive. I think it does add a little something.
3: And, Slee, I, I, we, we talked about yesterday the line. You, I don't know if this was an original line from you or if you took it from somebody, but I thought it was really good. You can't – I think I'm, I'm paraphrasing what you said, but you said something about your mouth can't be running more than your game. Bigger than
5: your game. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, louder. It just, it's
3: basically louder, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if all you're known for is popping off and you can't back it up, then you just
5: look like an idiot. By the way, Slee, is that an original line?
3: Uh,
2: No, I think that's. I think I've think i heard that before. That's I, a good I think line. People have, I don't I think know. People have disc-
5: Steal that.
3: <laughs> yeah, just claim it.
5: Claim it. Like yeah, the Kamenetsky, trying to claim the
3: blame pie. Just take
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> go, go back for a second, though. Does anybody not think that Dylan Brooks is an idiot for doing what he's already done? Doing no. Doing it with Draymond, doing T- it with Trav, these other
3: guys? Trav, you know who doesn't? Is if Dylan Brooks? On, no, I've played with <laughs> guys like this. Are his teammates? Once your yeah. teammate goes off the rails, the only play for you then is to have his back. So they don't. I, I saw it with Patrick Beverly. when Patrick Beverly played for the Lakers and would just run his uh. mouth. The only thing the Laker players could do was get his back. So Memphis, Memphis will line up behind Dylan Brooks as long as he's on their team.
0: I, I just and you said bolt and board material, and, and, and I get the concept of it. Right, I understand it, but. I just have a hard time visualizing, and you're around these guys a million times more than I am, John, but LeBron James and Anthony Davis and whoever else having a little powwow saying, did you see what Dylan Brooks said? I right. just I, I just don't think that it has that impact the way that we think it might have an impact.
3: I don't know. I, they, coaches use different things to motivate. And, uh, you, I, I mean, Kobe used to look for things, look for slights. I, I told this story yesterday, too. Ruben Patterson, who played for the Lakers briefly, Kobe the stopper, Kobe stopper, once declared right. himself the Kobe stopper. <laughs> and Kobe went out and dropped 50 on him the next time he saw him. And you couldn't even joke about it with Kobe.
5: Well, we saw the last dance and in, in, in the case of Michael Jordan. He actually would make up slights. He right. would just yeah, invent, but
3: that, make, make up
5: ways that he'd been slighted you to drive are picking, Yeah,
0: I, I hear what you're saying, and I... Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan might be the two most competitive people to have ever walked the earth, yeah. right? I understand. Tiger Woods, I think, falls into that category where, John, you may remember, remember Stephen Adams said something like, well, anything can happen in match play, and Tiger went out and beat him 10-8 and 8 the next day. It just right. dusted him. And, 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 and Tiger said something. But we're talking about a very small handful of people that I think most are saying, whatever, I, I, I'm not going to go try to shut Dylan Brooks up. i got to go try to win a basketball game. i got to go try to get a hit off this guy or whatever it might be.
3: Well, I mean, I, 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 I'll just put it in my own experience. If a guy I'm playing pickup against is fucking trash, I concentrate more, not less. I, 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 now that just makes me want to beat the guy more. And I'm sure LeBron's human. I mean, I'm sure he'd, uh, he would love to just put it on Dylan Brooks tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to go for 40. But I think he may play a few more minutes than he would have played otherwise. And I think he might be more focused. And I think if Dylan Brooks has a breakaway and LeBron might be able to catch him. And, you know, whereas last week he just lets him go. Now I think LeBron turns it on and does an Andre Iguodala on him off the backboard. So, I mean, (laughs) Dylan Brooks is just, I mean, he's... He says, I poke bears. Well, good for you. You better be able to fight the bear then and back it up.
5: Hey, what are you guys doing at Commerce Casino? I was trying to figure that out. I I mean, we love Commerce Casino. It's the home of uh, the first Mandy's and the second Mandy's and all that stuff. But what are you doing out there today?
0: We are kicking off the beginning of the Cal State Poker Championship. We're yep. giving away seats in the championship all week long on the Travis and Slewa Show. And today it started right as our show started, so we've yeah. been out here for that. Damn,
5: I wanted to get in that thing. I've been playing yeah, a lot of poker. There's a big poker tournament
0: going on right you know, now. Are I want, you, good, Mace, you strike me as somebody that would not be a good poker No, player. I'm
5: actually pretty good. I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, last time uh, I played... I, I were at Commerce, let's say. Uh, last time I played at Commerce, my brother Brian was here. My brother is a great poker player. I'm mm. pretty good. I mean, I took down my share of pots. I ended up up, uh, I okay. think I started with 300, ended with 650. I was happy with that. I've been playing like three days a week since then. I kind of got kind of wow. a little bit a uh, little bit hooked. So what about you,
0: John? Are you a good poker
5: Ireland's player? own's good, yeah. Yeah, I play a lot. Oh, you
3: do? We, yeah, we used to play on the plane all the time. That game has kind of died. But um, even during the pandemic, I was playing every Friday online with a bunch of guys in Manhattan Beach. But I play a lot.
2: Mace, I could see you with um, sunglasses on. Definitely. Earbuds. Listen
5: to my favorite playlist.
2: Headphones. The hat really far down. Nobody can Really, really far down. Nobody eyes. can see
5: my face at all.
2: No one reads anything. Yeah, that, that's how I kind of envision. Uh, I just the picture COVID you being mask, an emotional. I put the COVID
5: base. mask on. Nobody <laughs> can see my face at all. Perfect.
0: You, so most good poker players, Ireland. If you are a tight poker player, that would not surprise me at all.
5: Super tight. I mean, I, I'm
3: beyond tight. Yeah. I just wait. Yeah. I, I don't even. I I don't even attempt to bluff. I, I just yeah, wait no. till I have the nuts and then just go.
0: You are Mace. You seem to be more of an impulsive. I'm going to try to bluff. I'm going to try to buy a pot. I'm going to try to just see if I can steal this thing with a two seven offsuit.
5: Yeah, no, you. uh, Yeah, I don't take that. I I I like playing no limit. So then nobody tries to suck something out on the on the river. Play no limit, and people are people are much tighter. Big old second sand. uh, Big old second sand. (laughs) Sucking out something (laughs) on the river. John,
2: Michael, was, or um, Trav was trying to sell me on going doing a little doubleheader tomorrow. Would you have any interest in going to see Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker? Kawhi, maybe? Potentially Kawhi, Russ, um, all before the Laker game starts? No. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> why not? I, They're have not no, sold I, on. I, I go to 100 basketball games a year.
5: Why do I want to see another yes, one? Yeah, Slee, why would you want to add a game to your schedule?
2: He's an um,
0: NBA fan.
2: Yeah. But okay. Still. I, I I told him I told because he wanted me to actually like buy tickets and be there as a fan. I offered and to and do just, it for him. Just give me just, your credit
3: card and I'll do just it. Just soak it oh, in. Yeah. Give me I, your credit card. Yeah. Nice.
2: <laughs> I only do it for if I got a media credential. Do it. But that's a long day tomorrow.
3: Yeah. Think about Why? why would, I mean, you're already going to be there for five hours. You want to be there for ten? Sure. Get yeah, two playoff games. He I ran into Michael
5: there. Roth. He <laughs> said six games and two. Six games in three days, I think, they've got it. Uh, crypto. Yeah, because the
3: Kings are in the playoffs. Kings the are in Kings the playoffs. So Kings, Clippers, yeah. and
5: Lakers all going yeah, go on.
3: Go right? Yeah, Kings go yeah, tonight, right? Yeah, Kings go tonight. Yeah, they play tonight.
0: They play tonight. They split in Edmonton against the Oil. They go tonight. Uh, I'll go to a Kings game with you, Slee. When was the last time you went to a
3: Kings game, guys?
5: Uh, I went this year. We uh, we have the suite, so I went, uh, I went this year and we took some listeners.
3: I didn't go this I, season. I, I went last season a couple of times. Sleeve, have you been to a playoff hockey game? It is no. bonkers. Been I've to been to both. <laughs> I, I was at both clinching cup games in 12 and a half. Really? Ah. Yeah. In the, in the ESPN so- suite, it was really fun.
0: One of the most like tension-filled things, and it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go, was Game 7 Western Conference Finals against the Anaheim Ducks, Chicago Blackhawks, down at Honda wow. Center. And, I, and I'm a Ducks fan. And it, I, every single shift, every single shot, every single everything. I don't know, maybe playoff baseball in the late innings when each pitch you're kind of hanging sure. on it. But I don't know if there's anything quite like that when you get an elimination game in a hockey playoff game like that.
3: It's, and, and if you get to go in person, it's insane. And by the way, you mentioned Chicago. I thought that when Chicago and the Kings were kind of alternating Stanley Cups, like from uh-huh. 2010 to 2014, um, was the best thing you could go to in person that L.A. had to offer. It was right at the end of the Lakers' three straight runs to the finals, and then the Kings started winning Stanley Cups, and Chicago was just as good as the Kings were, so every game was like a war. It was great.
5: Hey, by the way, Trav, uh, the Dodgers yeah. may be on the verge of their three innings no away from their six? most humiliating yeah. loss of the year. They're down 12 nothing, and Drew Smiley's got a no-hitter through six. <laughs> I was going say, Drew Smiley,
0: Smiley, Randy Johnson, what's the difference? Oh, it's, right?
5: a, it's a perfecto? <laughs> Is yes, it really? Perfecto.
0: Somebody needs to say something. Fifteen hits air. to nothing right now. Yeah. That's bad. Man, That's a a rough day. I, I, one quick thing before we uh, we tap out here for the weekend. I yeah. get home yesterday. I come through the door. And Bobby looks at me and said, what's up, Larry? Ha! <laughs> he, he said, oh,
3: he's Mason running absolutely with the Larry the <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he thought that that was amazing. So he's he's now gone from dad or pops to uh, Larry. So Larry, that, thanks a bunch for that.
5: congratulations to you for that.
0: <laughs> you got it. Super Crosstalks powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Slay and I will see you on Monday.